everybody. Welcome to It's Just Bodybuilding, episode 108. Dusty Hanshaw, Scott McNally, and myself. And of course, it is our Olympia wrap-up chatter episode. And we've got a whole bunch of Instagram questions on It's Just Bodybuilding. So, gentlemen, of course, lots happened this weekend, but really the Olympia is the only thing that we really have time to talk about. So what is going on with you fellas? Hmm. You know, just uh, amp for the Olympia. And uh, actually, I'm excited because uh, we, we briefly text, but uh, I haven't gotten your guys' full breakdown. So I, I kind of feel like a viewer right now because I'm, I'm excited to hear what you guys thought. Scott? You guys are turning it to me. Dusty, I wanted to know. So, well, here's the thing. Everybody, I did a I did a group thing mm -hmm. uh, at the Think Big group asking like a poll, who do you think should have won? Rami got the vast majority of people. And then from there, it was Hadi. And then from there, it was Brandon. I'm kind of a Brandon fan. I love mm -hmm. nasty conditioning. So Hadi, I mean, I, here's what I think. I think that you you had three different things. You had incredible, unmatchable size, number one. And then you had ridiculous conditioning and just nasty muscle, number two, in Hadi. And then you had beautiful, beautiful shape, beautiful structure in Brandon. I usually like the guys that are really nasty, but I felt like Brandon still deserved the win. I feel like if that was the Brandon we saw last year, he would have never lost to Rami, honestly. And I was surprised to see him not take it this year. I didn't think Rami looked that great. Then again, I'm going a lot off of the live feed that I saw. And I know that you say you can't judge off a live feed, but if one guy looks softer because he's on the live feed, the guy next to him also looks, it's not like one of them has a better chance. Right. You know what I mean? It's a still all even, right? So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, in, in my eyes, I thought that Brandon looked good. I, I will say to detract from him that at prejudging, I felt like Brandon Brandon looked awesome when he walked out, but then I felt like he faded really quick in prejudging. Uh, I, I would say Rami looked better at night. I thought Brandon looked a lot better at night, and Hadi was just like the consummate professional through that whole damn show, looking so nasty all the way through. I, I don't know. I could see... If you were to tell me Hadi was the winner, I I couldn't argue with that. You know, I yeah. really couldn't. The, oh, man. So I'll be honest. I didn't think Rami looked good at prejudging. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe I couldn't believe that he wasn't drier at prejudging. I was like, yeah, what the fuck? He I mean, obviously, the size is just it's so unbelievable. And like, I think we're all, I think a lot of people are getting used to how big Rami is and how mm. like, like ridiculous his legs are and how wide he is and all that stuff. But mm. I try to not let myself get jaded. I try to like keep appreciating what that is. Like when you see a beautiful sunset, you know, it's like this yeah, one of a like kind of thing. Take a moment. You yeah. Know? Take yeah. a moment. Go, Wait a minute here. Like, let's, let's really give this, this look at how fucking big this guy is. Yeah. Um, the, the thing about Rami is he, you know, he has like, he's got that freak quality, but he still has like relative, like his V taper is still insane. It's right. not that his waist is blown out 
to ruin his shape or anything. He's a thick guy through the middle, but that's just because he's he's also huger than everyone else in every other way. Sure. So, so you know, I don't know. It, it he he was overwhelming. I I was really disappointed he wasn't drier at prejudging, and then at night he was like drastically better at the night show. He was. I right. thought the side shot was like drastically better when he came out uh, in the finals and did his side chest. I was like, oh, that. I think it's yeah. His side shots were crazy, like the side of his leg, just nuts. Yeah, I I thought this side chest shot. I was like, okay, he's gonna win, and um, and I was right. I don't really know if I had a single moment. This is a funny Olympia because normally you kind of find yourself cheering for somebody. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I felt the urge to cheer for one specific person at any point during that top five. Huh. Right. I was just like, I I was just watching like trying to just be neutral and just like, what are they going to do? Like what's going to happen here? And I, I found myself not really like thinking that way. I don't know. Maybe I just didn't want to like stress out or be disappointed or, you know, (laughs) plus I, I think another thing too, from that I thought about, like, you know, doing this show and analyzing all these shows and hearing what everyone has to say about the shows. I sort of feel like, does the world need to hear me criticize these guys at all? You know, they don't really need to hear me criticize them, do they? Like everyone knows what they need to do. Everyone knows Rami wasn't dry enough in the morning. Do they need do we do I need to say it? You know, Chad knew it. He said it. Right. Did he? <laughs> so yeah. yeah, he said, Oh yeah, we knew after morning we had to like pull down and you know, he said that on the interview. It's hard. The bigger a guy is, the harder it is too to bring them in. Like it's not like a middleweight, you know what I mean? You just give him a couple cups of rice and he's good. I can only well, imagine yeah, what it like takes a to get him process, you know, yeah. but it, it, it was just, you know, I, um, Brandon too, like, don't get me wrong. Like Brandon, you're right. He's the most beautiful physique up there. Right. You know what I mean? He's like the roundest, you know, the, the front double, the way the front double looks and the, this, like, he just looks great from every angle. I still sometimes think Brandon lacks detail in his quads which is like such a nit like his legs are awesome like i don't want to criticize brandon's legs but if i had to do one thing like if he had striations like hottie through his quads like what does that do that changes a few shots you know and then um but i still could have seen him winning i thought there was like a few moments where i was like hmm they might go back to brandon this might be two-time brandon Right. But the side the side shot from Rami I thought was going to be the the kicker, and then um, Hottie was just absolutely unbelievable. He's just I hate to say it I don't even want to say the words but it's just true he's just too small, <laughs> right? And and you know was he weigh two thirty? You know, actually, and I mean uh, not that I care. Actually, because I I, I do know because someone's there. He was 219. Good God. I mean, <laughs> that's crazy to think he could hang next wacky? to those guys at 219. Yeah, I know yeah, he was actually, 230. Uh, I messaged yeah. somebody in the morning uh, or after finals that was backstage. And I was like, I wouldn't have been sad if he won because he was so nuts. And he said, yeah, the, the Nolotol killed him. Uh, the judges were definitely hammering him for that in the mm. delts. Um, which was blatant. <clears throat> I actually didn't realize. I assumed it was just from pinning the same spot over and over because I know a lot of guys get lazy and they hit their medial delt just 
over and over and over and it kind of becomes its own little thing um right but when he said 219 i was like sorry you said 239 i I think you you hit the wrong button maybe (laughs) because he was definitely 230 when he won the van pro because he stood on the scale at my gym yeah and he was like 234 in the gym so like whatever he weighed on stage so he came down to be super fucking tight then obviously yeah yeah, I thought that was, I mean, I was like, because of course my brain was like, wait, I like had to read it twice. You know what I mean? You're like, nah, that's, oh, okay. So that's right. Hotties, <laughs> hotties delts, hotties delts on TV. I, my thought was, uh, he should have stopped. Like I did, he, his delts didn't look like he was purposely like to me. He didn't look like he was like loading them. It just looked like that look like he uses them too often and right. should have stopped earlier. That's kind of what I was thinking, but then I heard, you know, I heard in person, everyone was like, ah, just a little much. Yeah. Right. I don't know why, you know, what drives me crazy about that truthfully is, so you got a bunch of, uh, I mean, like I'm going to call in comparison, average bodybuilders like myself, I've never been tempted to risk my entire prep the night before the show, Mm. jamming some Nolotol in my shoulders or quad sweep or any of that shit. And I've seen so many guys do it. I remember uh, when when Matt Porter did it for the USA's one year, and he after prejudging, he messaged me. He's like, "What should I do?" And I'm like, "Well, don't ever do that again, and <laughs> go do North Americans, like because those issues weren't real. You did that to yourself like a fool." And I think he went to North Americans, took second, hmm. um, yeah, in 2014. And all he had to do was come in the same and not do that. So it's my point is it's surprising to me when someone that's that good, the risk to reward seems backward to me. Like how much better did his shoulders look if they, if they would have been perfect? Eh, he has insane yeah. shoulders. So I don't, I don't get those moves, um, but teach their own, I guess. I mean, maybe if you nail it, it's flawless. Um, well, it's maybe it's thi- just, maybe it's just a case of, you know, like when Dorian was Mr. Olympia, everyone was just trying to get heavier. Maybe it's just a right. case like, well, Rami's Mr. Olympia. I try to get as wide as Rami. And it's just, you just kind of lose sight of what, you know, of what your physique is going to be or can be, you know? Hmm. Right. You know, another thing that I felt like um, watching prejudging that the top three don't have that has nothing to do with their physique. And that is the ability to walk on stage and tell the judges and the fans that they won. If you think back to like when Jay would come out at his best, when Ronnie would come out at his best, they let you know before they posed, this is over. I'm just here to let you guys watch now. I felt like when those guys, even when they were trying to hype up, it was kind of like, I'm good, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Versus like, I mean, I know we've talked about it a million times, but like in 09, when Jay walked out, I mean, he just stopped. And it was kind yeah. of like, you're welcome. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, and I feel like that plays a huge role. I think if a guy like Brandon, who was, we all admit, is right there, could have went either way. If he had that, I think the judges would be like, oh, I guess, yeah, you. Right, there's that human element. Hmm. It's like, well, there's just, there's just, a power to that. You know, when you walk what was, out. What was, what was Jay's shirt? Tell them. Yeah, hmm. I mean, literally. Because that's what, yeah. that's the only thing when I watched, I remember... Because, of course, you guys know, I mean, we were all, I was amped to see um, Rami just come out and just annihilate. Because I thought that's what was going to happen. Particularly because Chad kept bumping it up, like, so drastically. And quite honestly, when he came out, I was like, oh, he was better last year. 
Yeah. Like, I mean, it, it didn't, it didn't even take me a second to make that decision. And obviously I text both of you guys and I don't like to be the old school guy. Cause that's not me at all. Uh, the lineup was phenomenal, but I, it did remind me. And I text Aceto after prejudging. I go, this reminded me how good Jay and Ronnie were. Because another thing you drop I, yeah. those two back into this show when they were their best, they yeah. both win. Like, two. Without question. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my, my reply to Dusty on that, though, was, I, you know, is, is, is the organization getting in the way of us seeing that? Because at that time, there was no concern about guts and about, you know, GH belly and all that. Guys were just getting as big as they freaking could. And I know that one of the critiques they had on Hottie last year was his midsection. And they said that he needed to tighten it up and pull it down. So he spends a year tightening that up, bringing in a more refined version of himself, coming in apparently smaller too, which is still blows my mind he was 219. I'm like sitting over here in shock to think that a 219-pound bodybuilder could hang with a guy like Rami and Brandon Curry and they be in the, you know, that top placing. Um, look small. Yeah, and not look small. And I feel like that took a lot of courage to do that too. But maybe was he going by what the judges told him to do? Because if it wasn't for all the critiques of, oh man, these guys have these blown out midsections, you can tell, I can tell you that like he could have put on a lot of mass between last year and this year if we weren't so concerned about the guts. I think, though, the only thing with that, Scott, and I didn't respond, was just the fact. And again, first, for anybody who thinks I'm that old school Sean Ray moment here, it's just these two guys <laughs> I'm talking about. Yeah. I thought the, They're incredible. the depth of the top 10 was, wow, nuts. But those, it yeah. just reminded me how good those two were. Them. And I think what's interesting is if you look back, and even if you talk to him, and I know we all have one-on-one, Jay will be the first to tell you that, when Ronnie left and he got back focused to just being the best Jay, his physique got better again hmm. because he was chasing size to beat Ronnie. And then a lot of people don't realize that, you know, when he won his last couple, he was lighter than when he won yeah. his first couple. He just looked bigger. He was, he was 270 when he won his first Olympia and he was 259 with Hani. Hmm. Yeah. And he looked so, way bigger yeah. with, with Hani. And so I think, you know, I agree with you, but I think at the same token, it's more of a genetic thing because those guys were just so good. Sure. Because um, yeah. it's not like you're saying that they would change anything. But if you look back to like when, when Jay made the mistake of trying to play the conditioning game or like you said, listen to what other people thought with Dexter, he looked terrible. When he won that Arnold that he shouldn't have won, in my opinion, like he was just strung out. Like you, you got to stay in your zone. I don't think it's a mistake for Hadi. I actually do think he was better at 219 yeah. than he was last year. But some guys can't do that. Because like you said, he's he's giving up 80 pounds and doesn't look like it. Like when you put him right, I mean, I, yeah. I did not feel like you're like, oh, look at that little fella next to yeah. him. Yeah. Another, <laughs> another, another conversation I had very similar was, uh, you know, it's, it's another year. And like this sounds like I'm knocking like everybody, but I'm not. It's just, it's a, it's not a knock to the current crop of guys. It's, it's just a... Uh, a note but it's another year where 2000 a 2012 to 2016 phil heath would have just smashed the show hmm. oh for sure and you know it it reminds me that you know phil heath is the people you know he was so easy to you know 
quote unquote, you know, hate on when he was Mr. Olympia. You know, he was like the evil champion in a lot of people's <laughs> mind. You know, everyone wanted, everyone wanted, you know, everyone wanted Phil. Oh, everyone wanted Phil to lose, blah, blah, blah. You know, it was one of those things. And now in retrospect, you're like, God damn, was that motherfucker good? Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. He was unfucking believable. Whether you like him or not. Whether you like him or not. And and almost makes me feel like I didn't like spend enough time appreciating huh. how good he was when he was around. You know, because I was like, oh, yeah, Phil's fucking awesome. He's Mr. O. But I'm also a huge fan of this guy and this guy and this guy, yeah. you know? And because it was such a crazy time. But now in retrospect, you're like, fuck. Be well yeah. till we have another. Well, he's, he's another one, though. You know, back to what I said earlier. He's another one who would walk out. And you were like, oh, okay, well, I wonder who's going to get second. Yeah. And not just because of his look, but there's that, there's that era of, of, of aura of knowing you have it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and I mean, obviously, when it's as tight as it was this year, I guess nobody, nobody could feel that arrogantly. I mean, Rami comes in. Hey, they knew he was fucking, off. Yeah, I can't blame any of those guys for how they felt at the, <laughs> looking at that lineup, you know? Yeah. Um, now what about the fourth and fifth, uh, six, you know, that whole group of guys, what, I mean, from the prejudging to the night show, obviously things changed a lot with mm-hmm. Hunter getting pulled in like that. Yeah. Um, what, what, what did you guys see? I mean, I, here's what the deal. I mean, I could have went either way, Hunter or, uh, Nick for fourth. Uh, top three to me was open and shut. And I honestly thought fourth and fifth by the night show was open and shut as well, but it could have been either way. I wouldn't have, I didn't feel like Hunter shouldn't have gotten fourth and I wouldn't have felt Nick shouldn't have got fourth either. I was fine with that. Um, I was actually more interested from there down because I didn't necessarily think that William was a, a shoe in for sixth, you know? Right. I felt like his, and again, we're jutting off the screen, but I felt like his legs were down from how big they used to be, which made his midsection look bigger than it used to be. And it might not have been, it might've been the same size, but that what was going on with your eyes played a role. Plus another thing we always forget about is, did it always look that way? Kind of like Scott said, but now he's facing guys that's waist really are that tight. I mean, mm-hmm. Nick Walker, when he pulls in tight, I'm sick of hearing, hearing people say, oh, he's a little blocky. I'm like, not when he's hitting shots. Right. right. <laughs> like he looks sucked in real tight to me. So I was actually I would have been okay seeing him fall further back just because um I felt like a lot of his weaknesses that he had this year were highlighted. And I and he I mean, he wouldn't have won the Arnold. And I thought originally had he been to the Arnold, he would have won it. Um now I know I don't think so. I think Nick still would have won. Right. Yeah. You know. Um, how surprised were you when when Hunter was initially brought into the first call out? I mean, I, I, I was mean, shocked a because you're not expecting it. <laughs> yeah. I, I think part of that though too was Hunter kind of I don't know how, but he kind of Ian and those guys were so in our faces for so many weeks leading into the show. Oh yeah. That they were in your head, like, oh, I can't wait to see Ian on stage. I can't wait to see him on stage against these guys. Um, you know, he'd won two, one or two shows. Then he took second at the Arnold. So he's in my mind, but when he came out, I could definitely understand, understand, you know, um, it was, 
I don't want to say shocking, but I, it, it just wasn't in my mind. What about you, Scott? Yeah, I thought he looked good. Uh, I it, it was exciting to me, like uh, kind of like the way you were saying, Ron, where you said you weren't really rooting for anyone. I don't know if I was rooting for anyone in those places beyond third. I'd say beyond, yeah, I'd say first, second, and third. I had some like really strong feelings, like this is what should happen, you know, and right. and I had fun with it, you know what I mean? Like even if it didn't occur, I like I had really a lot of fun with that. But beyond that, I was just kind of like sitting back and saying, okay, so this is what they're going for, I guess. Um, you know, Hunter, honestly, I like his physique. He's a lot bigger than he was last year. I remember, I remember seeing him. He was down at like what eighth place last year. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so to see him move up, I think that that's a huge thing for him. What what was that injury he previously had? Was it a bicep or a tricep he tear? Tore his pec a little bit, didn't he? I I saw something in the past. I thought he had hurt something else, but I saw the pec. You and the pec was evident uh, on stage uh, at this show. Like you could see, and I just to me that I was kind of bummed for him because he's a guy who's shown us so much promise. And I thought, hmm, I hope that that doesn't hold him back in the future. You know what I mean? It, it, as well, he keeps getting better, I want to see promise for this, you know, this guy that I like. Yeah, I, yeah. Maybe one day he turns Mr. Olympia. That would be freaking awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know, though. I don't know if I would have had him in front of Nick. I thought I thought he and Nick would be would be good to see more comparisons with. And I don't, I don't so, think that we really saw a lot of that. There's... there's um... You know, everyone, everyone's like, oh, like I saw a lot of chatter, right? Obviously, I don't want to talk about the chatter too much, but there were a lot of people like, why was Hunter picked? Why wasn't Ian picked? Why wasn't, you know, Justin picked? Yeah, you know, blah, blah, yeah. Blah. Like, Justin's right in that mix that, too, yeah. Yeah, that some people thought that, that that guy, you know, that guy that gets to break into that yeah. top group. And here we're, you know, we're not even talking about Nick, who's a rookie, and he makes a top five kind of yeah. That's how the, that's how high expectations were for Nick. He's like expected to make top five on his rookie Mr. Olympia year because he won a fucking Arnold. We had people so, in our feed saying he was going to win, you know? Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. So obviously, congrats to Nick. I don't want to skip yeah. over Nick's like unbelievable Tremendous. top five. But, every, but it's like after the Arnold, it's like I think a great portion of people just accepted. They're like, oh, okay, he's a top guy now. They've, right. everyone's decided so him top five wasn't a surprise mm -hmm. right so that's why you know everyone's talking about hunter and not nick making the top five because it was just wasn't expected but my point being watching hunter on stage walking on stage and moving on stage and posing he reminds me of lee priest huh no kidding and i just mean like he's got really big arms and legs Mm -hmm. And a little bit—I don't want to say smaller torso because he's not a small—he's not a small guy, but but he's got like relatively big arms and legs for his body, right? And I actually like that look, yeah, right? Cartoonish. It's like it's a little cartoonish, right? So like when Hunter's walking across the stage, his arms look like huge on his body, and his legs look huge on his body, and I I like that look, right? Mm -hmm. And we and then all his poses are great, and another thing, Hunter has. He's not missing anything. No, he's not. True. He's not missing lower lats. He's not missing the good calves. He's not missing quad sweep. He's not missing inner thigh. He's not missing inner, you know, he's just not missing anything. So, um, you know, that's a huge factor. And I think a lot of people, they look at a guy, 
like Ian, who can win shows and fucking destroy people. And he is technically like, you know, Ian doesn't have the best calves. So technically he's missing a thing. Right. Right. But they don't realize how rare a lot of people don't realize how rare a bodybuilder is that isn't missing anything and has the size and condition. So when they come along, they wind up, you know, kind of rising through a lot of guys that might be, you know, a bit freakier or bigger or whatever, you know? I mean, that's, you know, how did Bonac do so well his whole career? Right. He wasn't missing a single thing, right? Yeah. Dexter, you know, for the, the most part, guys like that. So anyways, I, 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 Hunter was bigger than I expected. And in retrospect now, I'm like, yeah, I see why they pulled him up. Mm-hmm. I see. That makes, it makes sense now. And then when you put him next to Nick, that could have flip-flopped either way. But, you know, Hunter is for, you know, I hate using the word, but he is prettier. Right. And that's a factor to some degree when they're making, you know, third, fourth, fourth, fifth. And they got some ties or some toss-ups and they're, you know, well, that's going to come to, that's going to be arguable. So, yeah, I was, I was surprised, but really happy for Hunter. Obviously, he's like a friend of the show, you know? I think it's nice that you can look at that top group uh, for this season and say there's nothing that Hunter or Nick could have done better to come up in placings other than maybe flip-flopping with each other. Like, yeah. which is a beautiful thing. Like, so yeah. to me, Hunter getting fourth was winning the Olympia because he's not ready to beat Hottie yet. But, you know, it, you, you hate to see a guy where you're like, man, if he'd have just done this, we might have seen him win. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. There's, there's nothing you can point at with him and say that. Um, even on the nitpicking, because I do, I know a lot of guys um, don't like that he doesn't hold his poses. He likes to move a lot, hit, move. You know, he does. He is a little all over the place compared to some of the other guys, but that didn't cost him at this show. Um, and and I'll be curious to. See, I, I would be curious if the judges even gave a shit that he moves around because obviously he placed fourth, so maybe they don't. Yeah. Um, but if he does, it's an easy fix. Here's here's a question for you. We, we talked about it once, but it was a while ago. Some might have changed. Is Ian Valer now the greatest Canadian bodybuilder of all time? We were talking about Paul Dillett and Fuad. Fuad won several pro shows, right? But Ian has now been top 10 at the Olympia twice. He gets second in. Second at the Arnold. <laughs> this year's been crazy Arnold. for him. One, he's won, what, four pro shows now? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, they're, they're starting to add up, right? And his condition, if you just look at sheer hardness, he's harder than Paul Dillett was. You know, Paul Dillett wasn't that oh, hard. Paul's most times. It, it's really well, only Paul Fuad ripped, and, but... and, uh, and him to me. Cause yeah, yeah. It's really I'd already down decided to Fuad, that Fuad had already beaten Ben and all them. So yeah, yep. We got, you yeah, can definitely like make that. an argument. I, I think if you were judging based on career at this point and knowing that his career is still very young. Yeah then the answer would be yes. Um, Mm -hmm. I think for me, the only thing that's a little different is I still think Fuad at his best beats Ian at his best at this point. Right. Okay. So that's That's where it's like a a tricky line. So you're talking like the Fuad that like won that, was it the Tampa Tampa one year or whatever? I can't remember what show. He won like the Tampa one year and just looked fucking awesome. And Mm -hmm. then 
you know, he won he won a couple more Dallas shows or something. Yeah. Yeah, dialed like the glute the back double bicep was like devastating, you know. Mm-hmm. And I always really liked Fuad's back double when he's yeah. like in top shape. He's just it's gnarly, right? And um so yeah, there's so it's definitely a close call. Yeah. But I, it, I do it, think it, that by know, the time Ian's career is over, uh if he continues on this pace, it won't be a question anymore. Yeah, it's just a sheer yeah, he's gonna win five, six, he's gonna win a seventh pro show and yeah, you know, an eighth pro show and yeah, you know, yeah, it's gonna add up. Yeah. You know what's funny though is I, I that I love about both of them. Um, but Ian, I guess because it's easier to see with the way the world is now. Ian is 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 a guy who if we weren't bodybuilding and I met him, we'd be friends because he's an asshole. And I and I say that <laughs> As he's a compliment, hilarious. because so am I, because he just doesn't give a fuck. Like people will say something on his page, and he's like, "You're a fucking idiot." And I yeah, love he does. that. He's hilarious. I love that because it's like he doesn't. I hate people who have altered their personality because people are watching. Oh, well, yeah, you know, yeah. I got to worry about my sponsors. You know what? The right fucking sponsor will take you because you're raw as shit. So don't worry about. Yeah, it. yeah, no, exactly, exactly. No, I'm I'm a big fan, so that's why I brought it up because, you know, I that's don't a know. Great question. I, I think it's a type of thing that, you know, when the day comes where there is no question, right? Maybe after his next couple of wins. And it is, you know, yes, Ian Valer is the greatest male bodybuilder from Canada of all time. Yeah. Um, I think it's something Ian would probably be proud of, you know? Think, sure. You know, it's something that he would, you know, I, I see that anyways. So that's why I bring it up. Do you want to... Uh, do you want to talk about classic for a minute and then we can hit these questions? we got 212 and classic yeah. actually. Yeah, absolutely. So classic rerun from last year as far as the top three placings, right? Yeah, top three placings and in my opinion, the fact that one and two were in their own planet and third happened in third because they have a third. Um, I really think that now Terrence and Chris, they're not... Terrence is only looking at Chris and Chris is only thinking of Terrence when they're getting ready for shows now. Like hmm. I don't see Brion ever catching Terrence or Chris. Well, I just no, don't see that happening. <laughs> no. no. And, and, uh, you know, I, I gotta say when, you know, Chris came out for his, um, initial <clears throat> look, you know, when mm-hmm. they walk out by themselves and they do the initial presentation first, you know, 60 seconds and he just, yeah, he just fucking, like that is one of the most confident people I have ever seen on a stage. Mm-hmm. He walked out, like you said, with nobody walking out at the O taking it. Yeah. He walked out with, he had it. He walked out. He was like, I'm fucking here. Here's the front shot that ends it. Hmm. Right. And, if you're, and then here's the back double. It doesn't even matter now. Right, and then here's the fucking side chest, and I'm gonna throw that smirk at you and turn my head and fuck you. Like I I, just his side chest. I think his side chest is actually his best pose, which is crazy to say. It's so his side chest to me is the perfect side chest. Hmm. I agree. I agree. Like, and I'm talking about how he how it sits, where his hips are. I hate, and I can't even use the big enough font for the word fucking hate when guys stick their ass out in their side chest 
Yep. I loathe, loathe and despise these the, <laughs> the stick my ass outside chest. I think it's the stupidest looking fucking pose. You got to bring that fucking hip in underneath you like yep. Arnold did and like Dorian did. And yeah, you got to hit that properly, man. And he just fucking sits up and he stands up tall too because the side Which chest I is love like, one too. Of, yeah, he doesn't try to get down to 570. He's like, I fucking own this. Yeah. And I just love that shot. Good call, Dusty. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. But I also have to say, and I don't know how, but Terrence was better at the Olympia than he was the Arnold. Mm-hmm. How? <laughs> like, there was no room to improve, and there were 10 days to do it, but he did. It's almost <laughs> like, the, it's just like, he used like, you know, a better amount of oil or something like you, you, you literally you actually gotten better or did he just like look better somehow better lighting or i don't know i i know what you mean though it's, it's seriously it was like well he couldn't there was no room for improvement but i did he came out and i'm like because you know i accepted what he looked like from the arnold so i knew it was going to be great they came out and i'm like how did you just surprise me i saw you 10 days ago that doesn't really yeah. work you know so that was exciting too um and although I, I think that it was obvious that Chris had it, he has closed that gap. Yeah, yeah, he pushed yeah. him. You know what I mean? Like, like, like if Chris were not to try his absolute hardest, Terrence is there, and I, I love that. I hope that that's what we see next year too. And who was that guy? Yours was that his name? The fourth place guy, that blonde kid. Yes. Like he's like got to be like what sixteen or something like that. He, the kid. I mean, I'm I'm exaggerating. He looks young. But he has a eerie similarity to Chris, doesn't he? I love the way he's hitting his <laughs> shots, too. I don't know if you guys were paying attention, but he was hitting his shots like he's been at the Olympia 10 times. Yeah, he really was, wasn't he? I didn't think about that. Yeah. Very polished. Even the transitions yeah. from one pose to the next, I was like, I actually caught myself looking at him during transitions. Now, when they'd hit the shots, you could see that there was still some, you know, there was a gap, obviously. Sure. But uh he's he's not coming for anything less than third in a year at the pace he's at right you know so that's yeah. that's got to be exciting to see someone else because there's been a lot of names in uh classic that people are like oh he's gonna come and i'm like no no not at that level <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know Here, here's here's one thing i was thinking bumstead how many times do you think he's going to you know, try this. Run. Terrence, Terrence is wondering that same thing too. I think. <laughs> let's be honest. Let, let's be honest. Let's be completely honest. It would not be, it would not be a bad like. Bumstead could retire today. Go out on top. He could easily. He could easily retire. Go. You know what? Three Olympias. I'm owner of Raw now. I've got my own brand. Like I'm a brand. I'm gonna just make ridiculous amounts of money for the next five to 10 years and just be a celebrity in fitness and be a superstar. And for the rest of my life, everywhere I go, anyone in the bodybuilding industry should be like, that's Chris fucking Bumstead. He could do that. Call Easy. it good. Yeah. Yep. He could no problem. He has no, like there's no like desperate reason to keep doing the actual competing. Like it's not like he's trying to like, you know, make a name or build a dynasty or, or get a good contract. He is like made very smart business decisions. 
He has a, a very strong brand. Like, look what Jay has done since he's retired. Chris could just yeah. go do that right fucking now. How, how old is Chris? He doesn't have there. Oh, God, I don't know. Fuck. Still in his 20s. Yeah, it's like so 27 he, or something crazy. So he could, I, he could keep doing this, too. I mean, oh, no, the, he could for as long yeah. as he you know? wants to. Yeah. But, like, I yeah, see what you're saying. saying he, you know what I see it he, doing is he has such a passion. It'll be the moment that mm-hmm. he's not excited to kick huh. it in. That'll be when he goes, yeah. never mind. Because yeah. he, he well, doesn't want, he's I, I don't see him that. wanting to win an Olympia, even if he knew he could win. And not, I mean, Chris, literally, if you if you follow him or know him on any level, he loves this shit. Yeah. Well, you know, he, <laughs> he I, I think like he's the type of guy that, you know, he's thinking of an eight plate deadlift this year. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like that's the type of shit he's thinking of. He's not, yeah. And and when that fades, yeah, then the other will happen. But it's the training and the grind, and I know he loves it. So, but he could. I'm just saying he's he's in quite a position. Is my point? <laughs> yeah, that's a, be- you know that's what a I mean? beautiful place to be when you can do whatever the hell you want, literally. Well, it's sort of like if you just look at history. You know, I keep thinking of Lee Haney, retires at 31 with no injuries. <sighs> yep. You know, only, walks only, away only difference between that is, is now you can walk away healthy and rich. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you back, know back mean, then you like, walked away healthy and you figured out what you're going to do with your careers. Uh, here, you yeah. just keep rolling, you know. I mean, I, yeah. I agree 100% with you. It's it's an exciting place to be. And I, as a fan, I just selfishly hope he gives me at least two more years because uh, I like watching. I was just having this conversation with someone two days ago. There's something about watching a classic guy that, like you said, Ron, if he came to the gym with me, he'd be like, what are we doing? And I'm like, oh, we're going to do deads and we're going to do this and this. He's like, cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? It wouldn't matter what you said. He'd be like, oh, yeah, I, I haven't done an RDL with 700 pounds before, but today I'll do it. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Uh, what about the 212? Big up, you know, big uh, change of hands of the title. Um Man, I felt bad for Clarita because he fucking he improved. He did, and he, you know, when the champ improves and shows up looking crazy again and a little bit more gnarly and a little bit thicker and what was he a few pounds heavier too? Yep. And, uh, and six or seven actually. He's six or seven, and it's just and it's it's very fucking rare that the champ improves and it's not enough. So yeah. yeah. You know, what's the thought on Lunsford? What what did you see? Scott. Ah, uh, don't ask me. Don't don't yeah, turn this into me. I've been talking too much. I just hammered it to you. Like, I you know, and and I'm going by what I saw in prejudging. I didn't see it. I, I you know what, maybe call me an old school guy, but the champ came in better. I looked at that rear double bicep and I saw a third dimension in his back that nobody else on that stage had. Speaking of, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Clarita, I thought that, that Clarita looked his best ever. This was an amazing package. He couldn't, have, if there's anything he can do, he can go home after this second place and not regret anything because he worked right. his ass off. We, we've we talked to him multiple times on the programs here. Dude is the hardest worker, you know, just like, just like all the other hardest workers we know. You know, the guys that we really, we can really relate to. He didn't miss a day. He didn't miss a meal. He didn't miss a pound going up in the gym. You know, he did everything he needed to do. And he showed that on stage. 
I was so happy to see somebody who already made such amazing changes come back and make even better changes. Like I said, I, I just saw through the chest, I saw this third dimension through his back, mm -hmm. like upper back, through the traps and everything in his rear double. I just was like, it, 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 it gave me like an emotional response where I just had to say, holy shit, you know, when I saw that. Right. <laughs> and honestly, I didn't see that from Lunsford. And I, right. I'm, I'm, so, I'm also though, I'm a Sean Clarita fan. So there, there I do have to weigh that you know. into it. And I know that Dusty has been waiting to see Derek take this thing for at least two years. Now I think you have too. So I thought of both you guys when I saw him win. Well, I, don't get me wrong. I haven't been like, I don't really know Derek at all. Okay. It's not like I've been cheering for Derek at all. I just recognize in Derek that there was just this unbelievable potential to be a, a champion that I just couldn't believe we weren't seeing on stage. Huh, okay. I thought it was like, I thought it was the most. So now that he's won, I can say this. I thought like the last couple of years, I thought Derek Lunsford had been the most disappointing bodybuilder on the planet. Agreed. And that sounds brutal, but it was his body trying to make 212 was just destroying him every time. Like we'd see the Instagram photos at 240, yeah. I guess, posings. And we'd Incredible. be like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. I saw Derek, was a, he was at the animal booth back in the day across from me when he was just a new pro. I mean, he was way smaller. And he was just walking around in a t-shirt. And I was like, Jesus, fuck, this kid is, this kid's going to be insane. And, and, you know, so it's not like I was a fan of him. Cause like I said, I don't know him, but mm -hmm. just seeing that physique and those, those genetics and the potential and the structure and everything, I just thought, man, this is like the biggest, like, this is the biggest mark missing hmm. in yeah. the sport right now every year. And then, you know, like we said, Hani might be the man to, to get him to 212 without destroying him. And so what I saw in Lunsford was an absolutely amazing package that his only thing he was missing was I could tell he was still flat-ish because the pecs weren't super striated when he did the most musculars. Mm-hmm. But you can tell he has zero body fat because the glutes are just fucking disgusting, right? Yeah. So when the glutes are that shredded and the pecs aren't exploding, there's, I mean, it's not a mystery. You're, you're a little flat. And, and so I feel like going to 212 still hurts him mm -hmm. a lot. Oh, it does, but, without question. But Hani got him hard enough and full enough that the structural stuff was impossible for Sean to overcome in the judge's eyes. It's right. the width of the lats, the, the size. shoulder width, yeah. the size. The back double isn't as dense as Sean's. It doesn't have that third dimension in, in that condition because he's, like he I said, he's, he's chronically flat. I mean, it, it's probably going to, by Tuesday, he's probably going to look like <laughs> Ronnie fucking Coleman. But... Um, uh, the 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 layout of his back, how wide it is, how fucking huge the back double is. It's I think I well, it I makes could, the waist look so tiny. Like yeah, front and rear double. He's so wide that his waist looks smaller than everyone else's, whether it is or isn't. It looks yeah, it's drastic. His physique, smaller. his physique is that structurally, his physique is just way, way, way too much for anyone else in that class. Sean obviously had the density and was peaked right to the fucking, I mean, one more grain of rice and he would have exploded. Yeah. 
And, and so there's that, but I mean, you know, like Derek's like a foot wider than him. And it just, I think that's what the, I'm not even saying I agree. I'm just saying like, from what I saw, that's clearly what happened. That's what I thought too. Yeah. That's what I thought too. I think they also, to some point guys, and you, you guys know this from being in the game, when they tell an athlete to bring something and then they finally do, they reward you. That's They've true. Been too. Asking Derek yeah. to do that over and over and over, and he can't. Um, yeah. But here's what's funny: uh, I was talking to someone just yesterday about Derek, and I said, "Well, this would be my advice for Derek, because you still can't peak at 212. You're not a, unlike a Bumstead. I don't want to give Clarita another year to get bigger and better, because he could beat right. you. So my advice is: good job, you won the Olympia. Now fucking move up." And go oh. win at 240. I think, I think, I mean, I know he won't, but if he wanted to A, make more money and B, really see what his physique would do, he would never do a 212 show again. Hmm. He would walk away wow. and say, I, I, won, I, I I'm out of here. I <laughs> absolutely agree 100%. I said it 10 times this weekend. Derek Lunsford should never do the 212 again. Yep. Fuck that. Like, I would never go back if I was him. I mean, he he's he can take that now and and move that into the open and use it for his i mean he, jesus That'd i mean be he'll never he'll never be able to improve ever if he adds any muscle he'll look worse on stage because to make weight he'll have <laughs> to be more flatter <laughs> yeah i mean literally so to me plus so if you can't improve and the guy behind you still has what 16 pounds he can add and the crazy little fucker will do it yeah 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 that's a thing sean's the fucking sean will do it yeah like you're right like so it's like if i'm Derek, i'm like well okay so he came up seven pounds he's gonna come up another seven pounds and he'll he'll be 110 percent on because he always fucking is okay i don't want to do this i'm out of here now let me go be 240 and be a threat to ian and hunter and those guys yeah Oh, and fuck, by the way, that's the what payday I exactly is drastically like better. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be yeah, fun as a fan. I'd love watching that. The fans that's exactly would be all over do. it. I said the same thing, Dusty. That's hilarious. It should be so the see, only one he does. See, so this is what's funny, Ron, uh, and uh, and someone please forward this to Derek. So about three years ago, I said, Derek, it's it's time to change your coach loyalty and hire someone so you can win the Olympia. But he didn't listen to me. Because he doesn't even know me, and uh, <laughs> and uh, he didn't do it for three years. And now he wins. Now he can spend some time at the two twelve and not listen to me again, or he can go up, have his fans lose their fucking minds, and go to the open in twenty twenty two, which is what he should do. So we'll see. I think it would be the best career move possible for him because he's already been spinning his wheels for a while in there, and and now that he's got that, I think he should just catapult off of it into the open. Absolutely. Agreed. Hey, I got to ask you guys, uh, you know, we lost George over the weekend. Where do you guys think he would have fallen in here knowing what he's been able to bring? Because I feel like he would have been right up there in the top. Yeah, he would have been up there like, you know, battling with Kamal and getting maybe stood next to to the top three as well. I I agree. he yeah. would have been in there. He would have been in the call out, getting mixed up with those guys. Um, 
what a crazy tragedy and and i thought it was real class act shit for um like i know bumstead mentioned him in his speech yeah and mm -hmm. uh didn't rami almost also mention him in his speech um i believe and uh i i just think that you know man he was only in his 30s you know i don't know yeah. really much about george um you know i mean i i haven't you know, really heard much about it and all the speculation and stuff. I mean, we can only think, you know, he was probably trying to make weight, right? I mean, that's just, you know, what I assumed happened yeah. was something something related to trying to make weight. And, you know, it happens. It's happened to a lot of wrestlers, like, you know, college wrestlers, university wrestlers trying to make weight, UFC fighters, boxers, um, guys trying to make weight that last few days, you know, it's there's that's when some of that stuff happens and i sort of felt that that's probably what it was i haven't heard anything and uh you know i just um i know that he's missed by all those guys they all respected him a lot yeah yep yeah. you know he's just a good guy i think one thing that's from a from my standpoint after having kind of been in a similar situation but coming out the other side is it's kind of a blessing for his family that it happened on such a weekend because instead of the only thing anyone's been talking about, it was, they was talked about for a couple of days and then the Olympia happened. And I think from a, from a family standpoint and, and people with their ridiculous guesses on what happened, mm. that hushed it down a little bit because now we're spending an entire show worried about the Olympia. And I think from a, from a standpoint of people, cause my vote is, it's very simple when people ask, I'm like, I don't, the only reason I care what happened is if we can avoid other people doing it. Mm. Um, and that's it. I, other than that, whatever. I don't, I don't, how I don't speculate. I don't, I don't want to say I don't care, but it's more like they're gone. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge proponent of celebrating life when someone's dead and just saying, right. but man, what a way to live. Point out those things that we know, because what we know is he's a great guy. We know that no one has anything bad to say about him on the planet. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know from people who've worked with him as a trainer and things, you know, excellent in those regards. So to me, it's more like instead of speculating on what might have been the reason for the end, uh, focus on the things we absolutely know are true the 37 years before that. Yeah. And, and yeah. focus on that and, and how to live your life, you know. Agreed. 100 percent. Well, I've I've got some questions here a lot of time i do have to go pretty quick here but i i got some questions and one of them fits perfect yes who is the best bodybuilder of all time Ooh. under 230 pounds 230. 230. i have two names it depends on and dexter jackson <laughs> Ooh. well i i i I, I think it's I'm thinking those two names although, came to mind. Although, is Lee Haney under two thirty? Well, right, right, right. You're wondering, <laughs> no, shit, shit, shit. But but I think it's is it Flex Lewis? That's what I was thinking. Or is it Dexter? Like is Dexter two thirty at half the time? Was he two thirty like at half the wins and two twenty eight at the other half? Like <laughs> is he right on that cutoff? We'll give it to him. We'll give it to him. You know, but then you got Flex Lewis, right? And and it's, I think Flex Lewis is hard to, I don't know, hard to yeah, ignore. But two thirty is an interesting number to pick because two thirty kind of taps into the open. 
Yeah. That's, that's, that's why I said when you said 230, I mean, look at the names I threw out. They're immediate open guys. I'm like, like if, you know, yeah, like if you said 220, it's, yeah. it's, yeah, it's a, you it's know, a game yeah, changer. yeah. 30 is tricky because I'm being dead pick. serious. How many Olympias did, did Lee Haney win at 230 and under? Probably maybe a couple of them. <laughs> no, no, he was. I, yeah, I know. I know. Lee, Lee Haney did get into the two fifties by the last one. There, he was two forty oh, okay. in most of them. Yeah, so he won a couple then, at least. But yeah, I think those are the safe bets. Uh, I will say that, uh, that that no one's arguing that Flex is still the best two twelve bodybuilder ever. So, <laughs> no, yeah, that's still of all of all time for sure in that division. Yes. But when you're talking about, you know, including of all the open guys, fuck, you know, there's a few, there's a couple of those yeah. legend guys that are right around that, that mark, you know, I always have a hard time ignoring Sean Ray because of who he stood against in their prime. Yeah. And stood. Oh. Well, <laughs> if you, if you were to ever say who's the best bodybuilder under 210, <laughs> well, now it's like, we pretty much isolating Sean Ray in a corner. Yeah. Right. Um, you got to remember, Flex Wheeler was two twenty something at half oh, his God. shows. Yeah, yeah. He turned pro at two twenty two or something, two nineteen even, I think maybe. I don't think most US, people the realize USA shots with the red trunks and the <clears throat> tight fro. He was like. I don't think most most those. guys realize how light a lot of those dudes were. Like, I remember from being from Phoenix when uh, when Troy was Troy Alves was getting ready to do the Phoenix Pro or oh, something like that. That he won. Like Did he win that one? Yeah, he. Oh yeah, and it was so funny because uh, I'm standing there. He, poses and he steps on the scale and he's like damn 211 and i'm like <laughs> i ate that today <laughs> i still remember and you're bigger I, than I, me <laughs> i still remember i still remember eating uh with troy and aceto at the mm. new orleans new orleans uh restaurant there that 24-hour restaurant in the new orleans uh yeah, yeah. casino and we went and had a meal at the like the, it was like the I don't know, 2010 Olympia or something. And Troy was just eating this big plate of rice and some chicken. Right. And he's like, between shows. And uh, and I think Chris said, guess how much he weighs? And I was like, I don't know. And it, I think he was like 213 or something. Right. <laughs> and, and I go, you're only 213? And Troy goes, doesn't matter. I'm black. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what? The, he's got so many great one-liners. The very first time I met him, he was getting ready for the USAs. You'll love this. He's getting ready for the USAs. And uh, I went with a friend th that was going to take a look at him. And he's hitting some shots in the, in the locker room. And he just looked hard oh, awesome, and man. tight. He had and, the bird bones. But this is the best, though. I go, he, he looks and he goes, I just can't wait to see what I look like after a full week of dieting. He's dead serious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like... How many days has it been? He's like four. I'm like, yeah, like, I almost quit the sport right then and there. I just walked out. <laughs> yeah, Fuck he this. was awesome. It was funny. There was a lot of there was a lot of like stone cold killers that were under two thirty. Man, over the oh, years. Oh yeah. <laughs> so okay, um, we got time. Someone wants to know. Hey, Dusty, were you were you raving while you were growing up in Arizona? You didn't really grow up in Arizona, did you? I didn't really grow up in Arizona, no, and I didn't. Uh, I didn't, never really got into the, the 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 scene of raving. I went to a few in L.A. actually, um, right? But uh, yeah, I have always I would stick out like a sore thumb in anywhere where cool people are. I just don't. 
work. Why is that? What do you mean you'd stick out? <laughs> because I'm not cool. <laughs> this is a very simple statement, Scott. <laughs> like, literally, we would walk in. I used to, the only times we ever went, I would always buy a table and I would sit there. That was my night. I'm like, well, at least I have a place to sit while yeah, you yeah. guys do whatever. Yeah, yeah, and I'm and no I'm thanks. out of the way, and there I'm I can avoid people if I just uh, yeah yeah you know. exactly you just sit down and because as you know anytime you're over two fifty and walking in anywhere you're perpetually in the way wherever you are <laughs> you like yes. stand somewhere and you're like why is this the hallway now just because I stuck okay, hate it fuck I know <laughs> I remember one time Emily wanted me to come somewhere with her and she's like it's okay there's there's a corner that's not busy <laughs> see she even I'm knows. like oh okay. It's yeah. if there's this place like there's this place that you can just you you'll be fine. Yeah, like, it's oh, a place okay, to yeah. hide. Yeah. Well, every me. guy that's listening to this that's oversized gets it. I'm the same <laughs> like Vegas pool parties. I'm like we're getting a cabana. Like it's three thousand dollars. Like, yeah, I yeah, I <laughs> yeah, I need I need some walls to barrier me from the world. I can't handle just being like in the party. I know that's too much. It's too much. Yeah, I know. I remember we had a one of my partners, West Coast Iron Partners. He got. He, we had like his stagette party, stag and stagette party in Vegas on the Olympia weekend right. one year. So it was like the Sunday after the show and they rented a cabana and mm -hmm. I showed up and everyone shocked. Like, cause like, you know, the gym and my partners were all there and all the spouses, everyone's like, Oh my God, Ron came. <laughs> like they couldn't believe I showed up. They thought Emily was just going to show up by herself in her bikini. <laughs> and I was just going to like stay in the room. Like they were like, well, we knew Emily was coming, but we didn't think you would. Like the, everyone literally expected me to just stay in my room while the entire rest of the group went to the cabana. <laughs> they and didn't I even ask. Off, I, had my, I had my shirt off and I was wearing shorts and everything. And people were just like, you're here. Is this actually, dude, that makes me so proud of you, Ron. Like, I love that you have that reputation. That's the same thing if people invite me to do anything. If I show up, they're like, we didn't okay. think this is going to happen. Yeah, and people like I remember even even some of like some of them were coming over and they're like, "You have your shirt off. Ron's got his shirt off. Like he's wearing shorts." Yeah, yeah. I got a good one here for you. What's the word? What's the oh? How was it worded? Uh, okay, best and worst impulse purchases during prep. Ooh. Can you guys first explain this for anybody who hasn't prepped why you may make like the whole, th the whole concept of these impulse purchases, because for uh, us, I, I like, it, I, it automatically, I, think, I don't know. It's like you, you blocked off the world, yeah, but you need to still interact with it somehow. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is just a thing. You can't even help yourself. Uh, are like, we well, if I buy individual, something, are we talking you, about our individual ones, Ron? Yeah. Best and worst impulse purchases during prep. Okay, so my, my, mine are easy. My best impulse purchase, purchase during a prep was I bought an Instant Pot one year. Mm. Literally, I was watching a commercial, and it popped up, and I like immediately went on Amazon and bought one. And I literally will be eating chicken from it in the next 10 minutes. So that was the best. Uh, worst was 2010. I bought a 750 Li during prep. BMW. Oh God! <laughs> so that was an expensive decision, <laughs> and it was a piece of shit car. So, yes, those are, those are the two. But the Instant Pot, I still have the BMW. Oh, you guys can't see, but I flipped it off if you're on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I that's funny. I um, 
I went through a phase where I like I, I collected guitars. I still have some, but mm -hmm. I used to like every once in a while I'd, like buy like a two thousand dollar guitar and then just, just like play it while I was prepping and then like stop playing after the prep, <laughs> you know. <laughs> But they're still worth money, you know? Yeah. So it's like, they're not worthless. I could still sell that for like, you know, probably maybe even get my money back for it. Right. To, you know, but there's, yeah, I've done that a few times. And then uh, I remember one year I was like, I'm going to go buy a PS3. Just, <laughs> I just want to play like a foot Madden football while I'm dieting, you know? Right. But I don't make big purchases, I don't think. I don't think I've ever bought like a fucking car. Like I know Fuad like does stupid shit when he's dieting. Um, but I've never done, I've never bought a BMW just cause I was low on carbs. <laughs> yeah. Well, the cool thing was I couldn't afford any other food after that. So it right. was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I got to run guys. We had a speedy episode today. It's good, but we might have another episode soon. Cause we've got some cool guests that want to come on at weird times. So we might have to record again in a few days. Cool. I'll be ready whenever. And we'll pump that shit out. Okay, how you feeling about that, Scott? Feeling good about it. Just let me know when I shall be here. I'm still in Canada, so um, okay. and it's a holiday today. So happy yes. Thanksgiving to you, Ron. Happy Canadian Thanksgiving. Happy Canadian oh, that's Thanksgiving. Right. That's to why you Ron is busy. That's why I, I gotta you, go. you yeah. told me that, Scott, and I still didn't register why Ron would be busy. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, remember to like, share, subscribe, comment, ring the bell. Good job, Dusty. There you go. Good. good. And uh, we appreciate it. Remember, everybody, it's just bodybuilding.